It's the Wale and Yemi football pod. My name is Wale Adigun and I've got Yemi Adison on the other side. If you did enjoy the Halakata podcast that was for the World Cup last year, we are still the same guys, just on the guise of another name. So this one is the brand new The Wale and Yemi football pod. Yemi, what's up? How you doing? Very well. We're like Siamese twins these days, right? <laughs> Only that I don't attach that. Yeah, way. definitely. Yeah. We attach us long way. Yeah. But it's great to be back on the on the mic. Great to be back, you know, talking football on our on different uh streaming uh platforms. Uh great to be doing do so I said it's safe to say Happy New Year to those Happy New Year, yeah. Uh, listening to, to us. Those listening. Even yeah. though January is almost over, but it's still happy it's still a happy new year. So And it's been a great back. start to the year, right? I'm not sure about good stuff. Okay, but. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you don't see that from yeah. Now, I mean, now Saturday be the thing. By the way, by, by the way, Nigerians, I mean, keep keep persevering. I'm telling you, but man. make sure you get a PVC and and go get. Go, it's go tough being being a Nigerian is an extreme sport. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, someone said being a Nigerian is like a handicap one. I mean, life already leads you by one go. But there, <laughs> <laughs> I know the cues um, for fear oh there. Oh my God, let's not for BBC, but let's just keep pushing and cues um, for Nana notes, even Nana notes, yeah. <laughs> but February will make a change, what right? A country, yeah, so, so let's do let's do what's right in February. All right, we're here to talk football and um, we're here to look at um, the very big talking points from the football weekend. By the way, it was birthday weekend for the Addisons, yeah. His son, oh, yeah, who is named Scholes, who's named after Paul Scholes, yeah, clocked nine, yeah. So happy birthday, yeah, um, happy to Scholes. Birthday, yeah, so wish him the very best. Uh, apparently, the last week also was birthday of my son, too, so. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, our sons <laughs> were born in January, right? All right, so let's get let's get cracking real quick, and I mean, let's get it started from home because the Nigeria Premier, not the professional anime, <laughs> yeah, the Nigeria Premier Football League, has been. Well, on can we cost on this podcast? We can cost on this podcast, have we? Yes, we can definitely. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> same shit, different name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so the IPFL got started a couple of weeks back, and um, we'd like to chew on it um, for a bit. And y- Yemi, what have you made of the league? Um, with about um, three, four match days gone, um, it's an abridged format, Group A, Group B, um, Super 6 at the end of um, 18 matches in both groups. They will finally get a champion. But it started, it's and gotten off the ground. Champion. And an abridged champion. <laughs> what have you made of it? Um, you see, if I'm gonna be sincere, yeah, I think I like this average season thing. Why it raises a lot of dust. It raises a lot of uh, unusual uh, mode of results. Why am I saying so? We've had so many away wins mm-hmm. so far this year. Probably more away wins than we had in the entire, uh, or close to the number of away wins in the entire previous season. That's one. Two. Same shoddy arrangements, refereeing controversies every match day. Uh, I don't know what it is with uh, the ref- what the referee assessors do with respect to, um, and, and I can't blame the referees because really when we ask ourselves how much of re-education do we do within the football industry, yeah. and I'm talking re-education of coaches, re-education of referees, we see a lot of funny decisions. This year, we can we can mention go on and on about them. With barely four matches gone. Oh yeah, yeah, four a lot of, of funny, funny decisions, and then we've seen a congested, 
calendar, even in a very in a so-called abridged format. So you so you had a team like Dakada and Aqua United playing on the same day in the same stadium. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, I'm not holding brief for the MPF. I'm not I'm not definitely one of their greatest fans. But I mean, some of the points you've raised probably I can create you know some genuine excuses um, for that of the schedule. Even in European football, the schedule is cramped. You know, yes, so. but Wally, one thing we complain about... And also, about also remember that this average league was birth to ensure that we quickly just, you know, sink, yeah, so sink with, yeah, with yeah, that of the European football calendar. We've been talking about oh, we've been talking about 10 years. Yeah, sinking, 10 years plus now. Sinking. I know. Hopefully, maybe it, it happens this year. I, I hope so. I hope so. I, then I as regards away wins, I think that a major reason why you've had a lot of a decent dose of away wins has been due to, to the fact that not because it's abridged, it's because you've seen a lot of teams not playing in front of their fans. I mean, True. home advantage has been taken away because a couple of these clubs, are a large chunk of this club, are, are away not, from home. Yeah, because yeah. the IMC, that's the Interim Management Com Committee, yeah. hasn't approved their their when, playing when grounds. When are they going to be permanent management committee? I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. I heard that um, the body will give them the power as the M NFF extended, uh, extended by another six months. So I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. this is going to be a permanent fixture. But for example, shooting stars. And um, Quara United share Ibadan now. Adam Asimba, Enugu are playing in Oka, yeah. and a couple more. You know, yeah, so you it's, and it's and if you look at these clubs, Nasara are playing Joss. Now look at the identity of these clubs I've mentioned. They have the ones also not doing well this season. No, hold on. You see that Nasara playing in Joss is probably the the biggest joke in the history of the MPSL. Why do I say so? How is it that you didn't approve Nasara's stadium, yeah, their own in stadium Lafayette? in Lafia? But you approve the just new note that is called the new just stadium. That stadium has been new since 1970. Maybe the pitch is good. Uh, the, the pitch is good, just that the structure. Oh, okay. And, so and, and the what happened to health and the safety? The structure is just, just not completed. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to health and safety? I, I won't like to you. The, 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 the people in charge of approving this this match stadiums have been very they've made very funny decisions oh yes and i hope they have their excuses to or their reasons to back it up uh for example rivers didn't get botacot approved by calf for calf but guess what they got a better match there <laughs> you know so it's a it's a very it's a very strange <laughs> oh, one yes very I, must, strange. I must say it's a very, very strange, strange one and then you also look at like i mentioned dakara and aqua and you see why i mentioned that is for the fact that we ha we don't have so many standard pitches so the standard stadia, but we are then putting so much pressure, pressure yeah. on the few that has at a certain level, and that in itself is one of the reasons why our stadia is poor. Look at Teslim Balogun, for instance. Even though you don't have any like Lagos team playing the uh, MPFL, at a point last season, you have four teams using that stadium: MFM, Ikorodu City, Vanresa, yeah. Sporting Lagos. Four of them. All playing on that pitch, and then you see a situation where one plays on Friday, one plays on Saturday, one plays on. And as and a result of that, the stadium is in, is in a state. Oh, that pitch is on state of coma. So I, I think they are trying to, it's only to rework to it. Rework what that they've been doing? They stopped work. They've done one rally or the other day. They, come on, look. We just shows that we are not serious. You know, somebody somebody tweeted at me uh, yesterday. Never see uh, tweeted at me and said that I can't understand how two teams in the same locality yeah. are playing on the same day. That in, in and I said, look, he said Europe. I said, look, leave Europe. What goes into putting together matches? What goes into putting together the calendar 
in Europe, yeah. different from here. There's traffic, the security, all those things. Here, we don't have anything like people don't even go to the stadium. So, hey, you can put the children to play on the same day. One will play at two o'clock, the other will play at four. But we need to be thinking more of keeping I, those I, our I've been watching the Championship of African Nations, Chan, and I mean the pitches of Chile has been given a chance has been fantastic. I mean, lush green, Algeria, what, they are uh, natural grasses. North Africa. And they're not even playing in places like, let's say, Algiers. They're playing in places like Anaba. I mean, I know there's a club in Anaba, so maybe they're playing in... No. But these are places that are up, like obscure places in Algeria, and they have fantastic pitches. Yeah. I remember when we went to play the AFCON, was it in Egypt, and the practice pitch where we played Senegal before the game, our players were marveling at the the facilities <laughs> in a practice pitch. Yeah. If I was a military, it was owned by the military. Yeah. I'm mean, like, what is this? You know, so we, we have a long way to go as regards that. Oh, yeah. We have a long... And the fact that we also don't build purpose-built football oh, stadiums, yeah. it really, really affects us. But, I mean, that's a discussion for another day. Let's just quickly move on. But quickly, before we talk about um, a couple of clubs um, and, and what they've done so far, games on television, um, I've seen quite a couple on the network service. Mm. Um... Are you satisfied with, with what you've seen so far? Well, the first step is that this is on TV. You know, that's the first step. On TV. Am I happy with the production? Maybe not. Um, there's still a lot that can be done. Yeah. But I do like the fact that we are exploring the streaming angle again. The clubs are exploring it. The IMC, to the best of my knowledge, are not exploring it. Yeah, but you know, but it's still to the advantage of the clubs because if they are putting themselves out there, and not all the clubs, of course, uh, we know we know how people think now. Most of our clubs. By the way, I mean, credit must go future. to Remo. Okay, I think I experienced it with Remo Stars first when they played Shooting Stars, um, in um, in Remo. Mm, yeah, in the Kenneth. Fantastic coverage. Um, it was really good. But they've always done that. But guess what? Yeah. Insurance took it to another level. So I, I was told while praising Remo that. Have you seen Brendan Insurance? I said no. They said if I said, I will change my stance on Remo. And I mean, the perfect opportunity for me was to now see in, in that game between Insurance. I watched 45 minutes on YouTube, and guess what? It was fantastic coverage, quality, different angles. You know, you could you could feel even the ambience of. Or there wasn't a full filled up uh, yeah. Bermuda Stadium, but despite the fact that the gates were thrown open. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, but I, I think that the clubs are doing well. Um, yeah, some and, of and, the and clubs. it tells you that what it tells you that if you put the right people in, in oh yes, you you get good yeah, results. Yeah, you get good yeah. results. You see, I, I've always been that look. If we can get more private teams, more private some no, not more, more serious, privately owned teams in the MPFL. Yeah, I mean, even if you put capable hands in government clubs, better insurance is owned by the government. Better insurance has a shared sponsorship from Sterling Bank worth about forty million. Yes, but still. That's that's like that's a that's a state-owned so club. One out of how many? I know. So what what it tells is that the vice uh, the deputy governor who has shown a lot of interest in the club and also brought a couple of capable hands to run things. There's Wally Okwatola behind the scenes. There are a couple of people who you know their pedigree and you can see that insurance jersey goes for twenty thousand. Are you me? Yeah, even though I don't think I'm going to buy it. But Although I, do, I also don't think it's it's a reasonable price. Yeah, because I don't know on what... I was having a conversation with the Secretary of Remo Stars and I was saying, Wally, if we sell our jersey 20000 I will go buy them. Yeah. Remo Stars jersey last, last season went for 2500 Say, Wally, everybody went for Remo, for Shagam. And that's the truth. Yeah. Is your economy ready 
Is the economy ready, ready to be able to make you buy the economy? Is already, yeah. But you see, you have to ask yourself critically. Maybe for insurance, is a deliberate thing. Mm. Deliberate in the sense that they don't want it to be available mass on the mass scale. Oh, why won't you want it to be available on the mass market? I'll give you a very simple example. I remember when Ranger supposedly signed a deal with Lotto. Not that I said supposedly. And I asked them, why is your jersey not readily available? They said, ah, they don't want it to be adulterated. Now that's why, and even though I know it was, a, it was a, an excuse dead on arrival, but I guess for insurance, maybe they will just want to appeal to a certain demography mm. that they feel can afford it and keep it within that confines. But, but, uh, it's strange. But you can but do hey, that also while st still making something available for your fans who come to the stadium to watch your games. Yeah, there are other, there are other forms it's a form of, of identification. With there the are other forms of merchandise that you can produce yeah. that are cheaper. T-shirts, polo shirts, face caps. You know, there are other things you can do that fall, that would appeal to the... But, but I, 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 I really love to see our MPFL clubs tap into merchandising. Oh, yeah. And I think that is one... I, I always tell my colleagues, I mean, the major ways to make money from running football is gate takings, which I think we're not even doing nah, that. we will never do that. Television <laughs> money, which we're not still doing that. We'll not do that. And one. merchandise. Merchandise is very, very crucial. NTA can't you pay know. you hundreds yeah. of millions uh, of naira for your TV. The, the question is, if I'm a Shooting Stars fan or a, an Insurance fan, a Rainbow Stars fan, Aimba, can I go online right now and order Especially for Especially no, the I big, the so-called traditional yes, teams. Yes, I can go online and yeah. say, okay, Aimba.com, hmm. it's possible. My, even though the, uh, Zazi won't be happy that I'm going to see this. I Baba, ask Zazi. Zazi is the middle officer for Imba. I ask him every time. Imba's kit supplier Zazi is, um, is uh, Joma. Joma. Joma is, I think, an Italian brand. Yeah. Joma till Joma, now. Joma produces for Atalanta. I've been told that till now, Imba don't even have extra jerseys. Yeah. Joma has not even supplied. Yeah. Same no, applies see, to Cone. But the I thing think Ohu has something much more ready for the mass market. Yeah. But... We need to tap more yeah, into yeah, merchandise. But also, Wally, I think those arrangements, we need to drill down more on what kind of arrangements they, they have with these companies. The, yeah. Most of them just have arrangements of, please, provide, produce for, for our players. For our teams, yeah. But I don't think it makes any yeah. sense. You need to be forward-thinking. And, and, and that's one of the things I have against IRC, that I think he spent too much time being the one running that club, that there's no fresh, no fresh thinking, ideas, yeah. no fresh perspective. They just produce for the players. I fight Zazi. I say, Zazi, Zazi will tell me that, okay, maybe because I'm big, that they probably won't get my size. And I'm like, how is it that you're producing jerseys for a full season and you're not sizing it that you can't produce for someone who's XL, who's double XL? You know, and I'm like, look, guys, there needs to be a change in perspective. Honestly. I mean, over the weekend, I was saying, um, Chloe Kardashian, I mean, she's not football anyway, football is yeah. But guess what? Chloe Kardashian was donning. A 1998 vintage AS Roma jersey. Yeah. Um, Fina Acetalia. That's the shirt yeah. supplier. And how did she come about it? I understand that one of our fashion people, uh, Vatelli, um, is an AS Roma fan and got it for her. Now, I can't find an Aimba that had that Gouda. For where? When they won the CAF Champions League. Where, wants where can her? I find it? Where wants her? You know, so, but. There's a market for this. There is a market for there it. There is a market. Trust me, if people know that they can get Aimba and Shooting Stars and Rangers jersey online always, for a fee, people will get there and get their jerseys. I always give the uh, example of Bagada FC, right? I do know 
I don't know now, but I think up until 2021, I do know that they sell about a thousand pieces online. Online. Yeah. Of digesters. And not just to people in Nigeria, people outside Nigeria, or that they just, they had a partnership with some kit uh, shop. And those guys were always responsible for the ones that have to go outside Nigeria. Mm. And I asked myself, that is a team in the third tire. They're able to do that. So imagine selling a thousand jerseys at four thousand naira. And note, Magala jerseys are also expensive. They're not sold at four thousand. Magala, they have some jerseys that are some some of their jerseys that are sold as expensive as seven thousand, eight thousand. Mm, mm. Some are sold four thousand, five thousand, right? And they're able to sell about a thousand pieces. And that's a very small club. So that money does it goes yeah, back to some revenue. Yeah, yeah that's so of revenue. I, it, it, it's but you see, look, it's all this politics. If you have governors, commissioners of sports that are thinking in that direction, and that's yeah. why you had all this issue about a bridge or not a bridge season. Because once it's a bridge, oh, yeah, now you're gonna make money <laughs> you know? because you don't have to six games. Oh, yes, your budget is cut yeah, by half, you probably no. by just 18. So, anyways, um, let's just really talk about um, the front runners. Um, of Bend the insurance, Bend insurance, Remo Stars. I'm not sure the game lived up to its. Two teams, two, two yeah. teams were unbeating because yeah, I mean, it, was, it was a one-sided result. And although I, I watched the first, the, the second 45, maybe the scoreline didn't reflect how close the game also was because I thought Remo also did their best. But insurance are cooking something this season. Yeah, Imadi, their top scorer oh. also is onto something. You know, but Imadi, the Imadi guy gladdens my heart because he's an IFL product. Oh yeah, and it, from Uniben, right? Yeah, it's good to see somebody who's come through the conveyor belt and playing at. The highest level in Nigerian yeah, football. Yeah. Uh, it's got great power, pace, and he's lighting up the league. And it, it's it, it just says that look, if we're able to fund sports, grassroots all the way, we will see so many more products come through. So for insurance, it's been a great start. Didn't expect this from them. Um, expected the likes of Ava, you know. Uh, the more so-called traditional mm. teams to be the ones in, in the forefront, but it's great to see a newly promoted side, by the way, being the one you know leading the charge. And uh, I hope that they can, because you know, <laughs> Nigeria League, there are two phases: phase one and phase two. It's just that <laughs> this this abridged league feels like you have a phase one and phase two. No. See, I already did the mathematics. See. In these 18 matches, if you can manage and get 10 wins out of it, you make the Super the, 6. Yeah, you make the Super 6 easy. Yeah. You make the Super 6. Yeah. So get some grumps away from home, try and win all your home games, which I think is maybe not possible. But 10 wins, I think your home and dry gets yeah, the Super 6. Should be, that's uh, 30 points. That should be, that should, that should be enough for you. The Super 6. Yeah. Mm. All right, um, it's still the Wally and Yemi football pod. We'll take a break and um, we'll shift gears and uh, we'll be taking a look at what... Um, uh, we've seen over the weekend from FA Cup weekend, we also got knocked out by Manchester City, and also La Liga, Bundesliga, and Demo Cup and all the So, guys, um, don't go anywhere. And um, remember to always subscribe, remember to always listen, and you can also download the Wale and Yemi Football Pod. We'll be right back in a bit. Welcome back. Still the Wale and Yemi football pod. And what a weekend we did have. AC Milan lost at home. <sighs> Juventus lost at home. <sighs> Liverpool lose everywhere. <laughs> Dortmund won away. <laughs> PSG drew at home. Real Madrid drew at home. Um, PSG drew at home. Ah, proper coupon buster. <laughs> um, Bayern also drew yeah, Bayern at drew. home. 
for the, the betting weekend. companies had us for they made a kill for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I swear, this I swear, they made a kill over the weekend. I'm not. I mean, on Saturday I think I came close, and guess who bossed my coupon? Ferenc Varos in Hungary. Oh yeah, me too. Ah! First against bottom. Oh god. Now I mean that was like an easy win, right? Ah, and they played goalless. Ah. I think I, I think I missed out on about forty-five thousand or so. You paid me. Yeah. Ah. Everything was all smooth that, sailing. Ah, PSG. And Ferenc Varos. PSG. Yeah, ah. I think I think I mean it was Sunday to PSG just sent everybody to sleep ah. early. And it, I mean it was like a dagger to the end. Let let go for Lamba Lugo. I probably somebody money. He <laughs> 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 said, I said, don't worry, remind me tomorrow. I don't want to say. Did, did you see the following Lamba go? Why, I thought I was irresponsible. Why would I want to see it? I thought I was irresponsible <laughs> of PSG that at that stage in the game that they were that open. Well. Do a man down one. Yeah, still no excuse. Why would I want to see the game? Ninety-sixth <laughs> minute. Well, why would I want to see? By the way, Falani Balogo has twelve goals oh, yeah. in twenty matches this season for Rhymes. Let's let's first look at things from this perspective. And I'm, I, unfortunately, I'm going to have to draw it in this direction. Super Eagles players or Nigerian players mm. or of Nigerian descent, yeah, are lighting up everywhere. So you have Osimi and Lukman. First and second. Yeah, but our, uh, uh, do you, are you saying Nigerian players were born abroad? No, that's why I said Nigerian okay, players Nigerian or players. players of Nigerian descent. Okay, okay, okay. So, Osime and Lukman, one and two. Yeah, in yeah. Uh, Terra Murphy, second in... Uh, in France. In France. Florian Balogu is not too not far, far, behind. far behind. I think there's one other guy leading in League 2. Guy, Paul Onacho has scored 16 goals this season. Yeah, Paul Onacho as well. 16 and 19. Chuba Apom, top scorer in championship. In, in, yeah. Hey, what's happening? Yeah, but you also know that it, it doesn't work that that, yeah, easy. Unfortunately, it's not that easy. Unfortunately, yeah. you are unable to, <laughs> to find the easy. basis to harness all this quality that we're seeing, you know. But hey. But it's a good thing that Nigerian players are. I think I came across this um, start that this some this transfer window, Nigerian players were the most transferred. Please, that's not good. <laughs> but I, I mean, we're doing something right. That's not good. We're doing something right. We'll get to our Nigerian players in a bit because, I mean, I mean, Osime Lukman is looking like one God. one battle that I'm I'm really God. severing. Uh, both are churning out oh world class content every weekend these days. God, but but let let's get started with um, what could have been the story of the weekend for me, Wrexham. Oh yeah, I mean that is a classic case of football meets Hollywood. I'm telling you, Ryan Reynolds, Kohona of the FA Cup, the yeah. romantic nature of the FA Cup. I watched that game. Good game. Very good game. And I had said this morning that two two teams stuck out for me in this FA Cup weekend. Sunderland and Wrexham. The way Sunderland played against Fulham was very inspiring. It wasn't the result. It was the way they played. It was what they played. Yeah, it, wasn't about result. Yeah. it was what they played. They took. Yeah, they went I, I saw that game as well. Fulham. And note that they have a lot of young players playing for them. That was on one side. I thought that was the peak. I was really looking forward to talking about that. Until Rex and Sheffield I saw Rex and yesterday. By the like, way, Sheffield had not lost since October last year. Wally, those guys played like they were playing with their yeah. heads. And I mean, they started poorly. Um, very early goal. Yeah. You know, and you, you thought that maybe they were in for a bashing on home turf. Yeah. And you could see Ryan Reynolds encouraging no, them. He, he, I mean, I, let's keep going. And I, I'm much as a fan, and I wish I had a loser like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, big shout out to Rex. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, just imagine if they had been able to just go through 3 2. Oh. But despite being a man that Sheffield still found a way, I think yeah. it was John Egan with that late, late 
equalizer. But it goes into it goes into replenishing still possible. Oh yeah, and and it pays them because they get a million pounds on that. Oh, yeah, replay so get more money. To Sheffield United. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, get more money. That's some good money for them. At least he helps Ryan Reynolds. I know he he, he, he has Corona and um, what's the other guy, McKelney. But at the he same pumped a lot time, money to the club. Why is good to attract some kind of owners like that? Look at them. They have a share sponsorship with TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. They have some other interesting. Imagine a, imagine a non football a non league football team having a share sponsorship with TikTok. TikTok, yeah. So I was like, wow. <laughs> and then I saw some of the other branding. I think they have another uh, sponsor on the back. Uh, but I mean, you can't also deny the fact that the fact that they have an own, a owner as big as Ryan Reynolds, who is big in Hollywood, Deadpool, and a couple of mm. movies, has given them a lot of attraction. Oh, of yeah. course, and they are playing well. Yeah, and they are playing well. So uh, both of them have both things have gone hand in hand. And at the right time, and they're making that progress. It'd be nice to see if they go if they can go away to Brabant Lane and get a result. Mm. You know, same way I'm looking forward to Sunderland. Probably also trying to get a result against Fulham because I really enjoyed those two games this weekend. Yeah, and um, let's talk about the big ones, uh, the big boys. Man City Arsenal um, open up things on Friday, <laughs> and do you think that City dealt a psychological blow on Arsenal? As far as the Premier title is concerned? Yes and no. Yes, because they got a win and knocked out Arsenal. But no on the fact that I think Arsenal played better. Mm. Arsenal was a much better team. City seemed a bit apprehensive for me. They seemed like... I don't want to use the word scared, but... They weren't themselves. Yeah, they, they, were, they were not their usual self. The brother's influence on the game was very, very... was. You know, yeah, was not much at all. And Arsenal, every time Arsenal went forward, they looked like they were going to score. In fact, the, the best chances they had on good days, on some other area, that scored those chances. And I just felt that, you know, th this just sets us up nicely. Yeah, for those for two, the, for those two cr cr crucial Premier League games. Yeah. It sets up nicely because. It's going to be a completely different tactical. If Arsenal were scared yeah. of them, they are not scared anymore. Oh, they're not. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And they didn't even play as if they were scared of them. Arsenal took the game to them. I was quite impressed with their overall approach. But then, you know, sometimes you just need that little bit of luck. True. Not just quality, just a little bit of luck. With Ake on his right foot. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, Ake of all people. <laughs> So, but, but maybe also helps us on the long run. I mean, destruction of the FA Cup. Oh, so. yes, yeah. yeah it's, it's gone, so they can focus. Yeah, but, what, but what, what do you think? I think I've had that conversation with my colleagues, um, it was the last week. Europa League comes around sometime in February. There's the Premier League. Do you think Arsenal, do you think Atleta wants to juggle both competitions together? Or I think it's going to make that very difficult decision and say, hey, we jetson one. Um, I gave the classic example of Jose Mourinho. Um, yeah. the year they won the Europa League. Jets in the Premier League oh, yes. and went for the Europa League and, and as and his route to the Champions League. And it got them oh, dividends, yeah. 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 So do you think Arteta will do that? I, I'm not sure that, one, I'm not sure Arsenal has the squad depth to be able to potentially decide to focus on one and decide that, look, I don't want to play this other one. Because also for the integrity of the competition, it's also important that you try and put your best squad forward. But forget the integrity. No, for the integrity of the competition, it's important that you put your best foot forward. However, I think for the, for the good, for the better of the last night, I think focus on the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> eight points clear. With the game to go. With, With the, the game to spend. Yeah, so steady yourself on that one. Then distracting yourself. You can rotate the squad as much as possible. 
right? And good enough, you have the, the likes of Miss Petro coming back. Yeah. Uh, so you yes, can Trossard. Yeah, you can Trossard is in now. There's an extra defender now in yeah, the in squad. Uh, Kivio. Kivio. Maybe you know, there's so an extra defensive midfielder also coming through. We don't know yet. That <laughs> one. <laughs> I'm waiting for us. No, first. actually, I think I think Arsenal know it's imperative to do that. Um, I think Edu also set out that, hey, in terms of giving this squad a lot of depth, we needed an extra winger, or an extra forward, yeah. an extra central midfielder, True. and an extra defender. They've done yeah. two yeah. and one more to go. And with this rumored injury for Thomas Partey from the City game, and El Nene also has a strange injury, Lukonga can't be relied upon. <laughs> it's, imperative, it's imperative <laughs> that they get a central you know, midfielder. Yeah, but, but, uh, we're going to go into Brighton well, well, later. And I was about to go there, but you mentioned the word depth, and I think I should just quickly talk about Eric Tenag and United fans not happy that he's not rotating enough. But what is he going to rotate with, Wale? Yemi is ready. No, but what is no, he Yemi, going to... Yemi, it's Manchester United at Old Trafford. Let me tell you what I... Not at the Madensky. It's uh, United at Old Trafford travel, yeah. against Reading. Okay. And you come out all guns blazing. With Casemiro, well, with everybody, Eric's, everybody. everybody. The only change was in central defense. And guess what? You have the likes of Ganacho, you have um, Pelistri. Wait. Ah, yeah, yeah, me. Wait now. You're a United fan, be objective. Wait, here, I'm, I'm going to be objective. I'm going yeah. to tell you the only change was in central defense. And that's Maguire and Lindelof coming in for Varane and Martinez. Yeah. Now, this is my take. I feel. That was even the Gengo. Yeah, the Gengo was a goal. I feel that what he's trying to do is that look, we have built momentum. And we've built steady form mm -hmm. up to this point. I don't intend to tamper with that momentum that we've built. And why am I saying so? You have one leg in the final of the Carabao Cup. Yeah. You are more or less in the top four equation mm -hmm. now. And with the cup, you're looking at, look, I don't want to jettison my chances of winning a trophy. Right? Because that Premier League, that top four fight is going to be a long fight. But I want to make sure that this momentum this team has built is But I mean, why, 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 hold on. why I was doing that? Hold okay. on, hold okay. on. Now, for him, he's thinking to himself, really, what am I turning to in terms of options, right? Casemiro missed one game, which is the Arsenal game, so he needs him to get back into the group. That's why I split the two games against Forest and uh, Reading. Now yeah, says, so you are telling me that you need Casemiro to get into no, the group really. by playing Forest and Reading? Look, for him... What kind of groove is that? For him, it's really look. This team is on this part. Let me keep that. Yeah, part. What, for me, I yeah, also yeah, feel yeah, that he's doing. What he's doing? Whilst he's doing this, I agree with your point. But he's also gradually moving his important players into the red zone. Oh yes, Ericsson. Ericsson is off. off. Yeah, this, uh, fine. Zone. I know that. Okay, the tackle from from Andy Carroll was very very harsh. But if Ericsson had been rested, probably you know he's, yeah, he's not taking that yeah, whack. Yeah. So he's gradually taking them, them into the red zone, and by the time you get to the business part of the season. You probably have your players having these muscular injuries. And the number of matches United have. United have played a lot of matches though. In the last three weeks United or four weeks. matches every three days. Yes. And that's why United fans <laughs> have legitimate reasons to be worried yeah. that their manager. And guess what? While he was at Ajax, they also complained that he didn't rotate enough at Ajax. So it looks like a manager wants to work with a certain group of people, which is not bad. But find a way to rotate. It's Redding. Baba Ganacho will score against Redden. Pelistri will play against Redden. Um, Scott McTominay should be playing I, against Redden. I think Redden. I'm going to assure you, I think with United having one leg in the Carabao Cup final... So, won't see Casemiro in the second it, leg? I don't think so. <laughs> I think he's going to make some changes. But can we talk about one. the impact of, of Casemiro, which has oh been in stand? Oh, my God. Um, someone said he's not becoming... The, it was MVP against Redden, right? No, 
either him or Anthony, I don't know. I think it was a, uh, Anthony. Yes. Yeah, so Anthony what? I read somewhere that Anthony was one of the match. Abi? Yeah. No, no, no. Go check it again. Go I'm run, it, run, run it back. I think Asimura was the man of the match. Actually. But I'm telling you, Anthony was one of the match. No, I, I will do my checks again. Check. No, our producer, my work can do that again. I, th <laughs> I, th I think Casemiro was announced as the man of the match. Anthony but what I'm going to is that not only is he even becoming MVP of games, he's becoming the MVP of United season. Oh, yeah. yeah. Once you take out Rashford, because of the number of goals Rashford is scoring, especially I'm, post I won't take out Rashford. No, no, no. Plus Rashford, Casemiro has no, been United's no, no, no. best player. You can't, you can't take out Rashford's goals. Rashford is almost on 20 goals I'm not now. taking away the goals. Yeah. But you also but can't take away the... No, the, the impact. The, the impact of Casemiro that you cannot even put in numbers. You can't measure oh, yes, numbers. Yes, yes. Uh, on that basis, I agree. Casemiro has been excellent. And then that's eggs on the likes of Graham Sooners. And all those guys that said all sorts of rubbish No, no, they had legitimate reasons. This guy, is, this guy is 30 and you're shelling 70 million pounds on him. Hey, it's what the market dictates. Mm -mm. I mean, it's not about the market. It's what the market it's dictates. It's the fact that he's 30, there's no resale value, and you get him for 70 Wally, million. Wally, Wally. Oh, so if I not spent 90 million... No, Casem hold on. Casemiro's quality was never in doubt. Hold on, hold on. Casemiro's quality was, was never in doubt. I know. I'm sure I said that... He's he's not a good midfielder. He's just that like he's played with good midfielders. Nah, that, that's that's uh, that's trash. That's what he said. I'm, I'm not wrong, am I? Look, you said no resale value. Yeah, maybe I still want to buy Moisa Caicedo at 90 million. I want to see the resale value. No, I want to see Caicedo. And I want to no, see. No, I want to see Caicedo. I'll give you. We'll have no, this conversation rate, five yeah, years me, from the now. The rate at which the market is going mm. to in the next two three years, you won't have 70 million players anymore. You'll probably be looking at 200 million pounds. Wally. Plus inflation also. Eventually. That ceiling that we are trying to reach will break that ceiling and the market will yeah, fall. Yeah, I mean, the market to Enzo, Enzo Fernandez is at 120 million euros. The only reason... So Enzo I see, no, I see no, it's 70 million is What is you need to understand is that it is a function of the market. Why do I say it is a seller's It's a seller's market. market, yes. And because so you, I you, own you, the player... Uh -huh. I put the premium on him. If you are if willing you want, to buy, you come if and you buy. are desperate to buy, pay me my money. So at the time you know, we were going for Casemiro, I was talking about five Champions League winner. He's probably one of the best visualizers in his position. His quality, like you said, not in doubt. And then United comes out of the blue. First, Real had his own thoughts that they were going to sell him at any point. Even though Real had been playing, already preparing for the for future. life after Casemiro. Yeah. But then a bid comes and says, ah, oh, okay, so somebody will be interested in this guy that we never probably thought we would sell. Okay, okay, if you are really serious, bring 70 million. And United looked at it, looked at the situation they were in. They couldn't get the young... Oh yeah, take 70 million, let me have it. And then we are seeing that quality in United Mutual. That anytime he doesn't play, you get mass hysteria from United fans saying, oh, we miss Casemiro, oh, we miss Casemiro. So look, anybody who is paying a premium today should not be discussing sell-on value. Mm -mm. Anyways, I, I think I think it's it's great investment. Um, do I call it investment? Uh, yes, yeah, investment. Oh, for, for the short for, for yeah, whatever short term it is, United is great investment. Speak of investment, let's talk about Bright and PLC. I mean, those guys, <laughs> those guys are making a killing these days from yeah. sale of players. But I mean, you know, anytime we discover some new players, remember we always talk about how it's always triumph for scouting. I mean, yeah. in the world of analytics, in the world of statistics, scouting still has its place. Oh, yes. In as much as is people are trying to render it this extinct, you know. <laughs> but football scouts are still doing a fantastic job. And the latest for Brighton is that guy who went to school to study dribbling. dribbling. <laughs> no, not Mitoma. Like, not like I went to school to study dribbling. He did, he did a test. His thesis was yeah, on, dribbling, on, the art of dribbling. On, on, on the art of dribbling. And not only is it a triumph for scouting once again, 
is the fact that he joins a small select list of some fantastic dribblers who don't even need to dribble you over space or a long stretch. Very tiny spaces. Tiny spaces. The likes of Kuiche Karaskalia, Mitoma. It makes me happy when I see players like that. Yes. Uh, signed for £2.6 million, pounds, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, from um, <laughs> Kawasaki Frontale. My brother. I even had a delayed one year of college oh, yeah. because he said he was not ready for, 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 yeah. for professional football. Yes. He was playing for the university team. You see, but you see, for teams like Brighton, they can take that risk on players like this, on the likes of Antonio, Saicedo, uh, Kukurela, and the likes. And they they have, can take that they risk. They have more that you guys don't know about. Though. There's, oh, there's yes. Enciso. There's Enciso from Paraguay. If not for what happened to Mwepu, yeah. would have been talking oh, about yeah. Mwepu as yeah. well. Uh, they have a lot of young boys coming to, but you see, that's the thing. For clubs like Brighton, they can take that risk on those guys with the hope of being able to. Moise Sedo was linked to United before he signed for Brighton. Yeah, he was at um, Independiente yeah, de Valle. He, he, he was linked to United as well. But you had a big club, you look at it, and at the time where United's head was, obviously in the club. How much did they sign Casero for? I don't think it was, it was up 2.5. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was 2.5. Yeah, so but Brighton were able to take that kind of decision and start and think, look, but United being at the top of the pyramid, we'll be like, I wouldn't really take a risk on this guy. Yeah, I mean, but, but United also have taken risk on young players. When? Players from the academy. When? And That's what I'm saying. The thinking at the time at United was not that... It was during the days of Alex. You knew that that kind of player... United yeah, you're trying to tell me that big clubs also don't don't take no 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 risks. they, they take, no they take the risk but they will not take it as much as a Brighton would look at Cavicella uh, at Napoli yeah at ten million euros it was linked to it was offered to Real Madrid they looked at it and said, mm, Georgian, mm, forget about it but Napoli took a risk so tomorrow if Napoli are going to sell him it's not going to go for less than hundred million euros. So that's because for a team like Napoli, they can take that risk on that kind of player. Because the threshold for success is larger for them, but smaller for the likes of Real Madrid and uh, But, but credit to Brighton, how they keep on regenerating. Yeah, you yeah. know, this is a team that has lost Bisuma, Kokorea, Trossard, Ben White, Nwepo, yeah. Dan Bourne. Their manager, oh, yeah, their backroom staff, and see what they're Shout still... out to Robert the Serbians. Uh, uh, I don't understand. I was, I was reading um, a, a, piece, uh, a piece on Brighton and the work they do, and Brighton are so proactive that they have a replacement for the Zebi right now, yeah, because the Zebi is already been to Juventus, they already have a replacement for the Zebi. I've been a big fan of the Zebi from his days at Sassuolo. Oh, yeah, me too, so, me too. Once he was the more mentioned at Brighton, I said this guy is going to do well. So Why? Brighton they play with Kaisido over the weekend. Yes. They beat Liverpool and they did, and they did really well. <laughs> they did it well. Yeah. You know. The, the previous time they beat Liverpool, they did play with Trossard as exactly. well. Exactly. So it, it's 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 a well-oiled ma- machine. When it's working for you, just be enjoying but it. But <laughs> how long can can this system? Because at the point in time, you like it or not. Oh yeah. It will catch up with oh, you. Oh, of course. It has caught up with teams like Southampton. It's caught up with Ajax. It's caught up with Ajax, caught up with Leicester. Mm. You know, how long can they keep on doing this? 
taking this, you know, low low risk for high reward yeah. and still trying to be sustainable and competitive at, at Premier League level. They can do it if they don't get caught in that bubble. Bubble of that. I have a huge bank balance and I think that it's time for me to step onto the next level. What I mean step onto the next level is trying to attract so-called higher class mm, players. Mm. That's the only way they can stay where they are. Maintain their heads because the clubs you mentioned Southampton and the likes they got to a point where they wanted to step up to the next level trying to attract a certain caliber of players or a next grade of players and then when those guys come they're unable to find their feet and then that they, they start to struggle and that's why you see that it's thing like Southampton went for Nathan Jones yeah, as manager yeah. because they're now trying to retrace their steps and for even though I'm, I'm worried for them but then they, no, if Southampton know, have channeled this their cup form into the Premier League, they won't be where they are. Right now. <laughs> well, they have four wins in their last six. Unfortunately, of those four wins, only one has come in the Premier League. Yeah, you know. So, um, all right, we have to wrap things up real quick. But um, let's just quickly touch on on on, on other other places. Um, Ban. I mean, what's happening? This is Post time of the hiccups. this is time of the year where Ban are supposed to be beating everybody <laughs> black and blue and just go on to win the league. But they say bed is not crying like bed again. <laughs> uh, Nagusman is doing power play or power struggle. Sent uh, sacked his uh, coaching uh, goalkeeper coach Topolovic for leaking secrets. There's the Ginabri situation. Went to Paris Fashion Week. These things are just not. And for the first time in a long time, I even I don't even know then. Right now, the top five teams in Germany uh, are separated by just three points. Yeah. It is exciting times in general right now, except you're a Bayern fan. <laughs> yeah. And, but, but, but at the same time, Bayern are still able to get away with it. You know. Uh, I doubt if they'll get away with this. No, one. Well, I, I don't I think I won't so. put it past them that they won't get away with it. Because I can't trust Dortmund. I can't trust uh, Union Berlin. But I can trust Leipzig. I think Leipzig... Oh, Even Leipzig, Leipzig have undergone transformation since Marco Rosa came. I don't think they've lost up to three games. See, but still. the truth of the matter is, it is difficult to trust this, these guys, these anti Bayerns. But Leipzig have something different about them Which since Marco Rosa came. The fact that Bayern can snap Ian Sommer from Borussia Mönchengladbach halfway through the season yeah. just shows you where Bayern are at. And it just takes one game to change the course of Bayern. And it also takes just one game for those teams we mentioned to completely lose their direction. That is the problem for me in Germany. Because when Bayern are able to kick into gear, those other ones just find a way to falter and fall out of place. So, I'm still not, uh, it's not, still not hurrah yet. In <laughs> <laughs> a quick one on, on Italy. Looks like ah, Napoli are home and dry. I'm, 13 I, points clear. But, let's talk about misery and Milan. First, <laughs> it was Super Cup, three goals. Second, it was Lazio, four. Four. Now, it's a solo five. Five. No, no, no. The, Wait, calm down. It was two against Lecce. Oh, okay. Two, two. Three Inter. Wait, the Roma game was two zero. Now they're leading two zero, two two. But let's even start. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, now Roma game they're leading two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three considered against Inter Super Aye. Cup. Four, four against Lazio. Against Lazio. Five, five against Lazio. Guess who are in town next, this weekend again? I think it's Inter. So six. Maybe six. <laughs> but Pioli has to arrest this. Oh, I, I know he has to. a lot of credits in the bank because of Scudetti oh, last because year. Yeah. But they have to find a way to arrest this situation. He has to. He has to very quickly. Uh, I, I, I mean. Uh, <laughs> I'm in a Syria group and it's been serious meltdown in that group because the bulk of the group includes Milan and Juventus fans. Mm. Um, 
I think one of the problems that Milan have had is that the players that they signed in the summer haven't come to fruition. Uh, they haven't picked up the slack. And it's hard for teams when you've gone on a good run, you've gone on a title run, you've won the title, and then they're looking to make that next step where you've tried to regenerate, tried to bring in fresh legs, and unfortunately those fresh legs they're not contributing, are not, they're yeah. not contributing. So that's the big problem for Milan. Secondly, a lot of off-the-field issues with the contract negotiation for some of their players. Bernard said to sign. They're still trying to get Rafa Leal to sign uh, on a long-term deal. So all that still continues to be a problem. Um, then, of course, their goalkeeper continues to be injured. Mindan, yeah. continues to be injured. So there, there are facets of problems, you know, wrong with Milan at the moment, but purely needs to find a solution now. Let's wrap this up quickly. Last week on my radio show, my sports show, I asked Maiwa, if Napoli and Arsenal are to play right now, let's play some fantasy football. Let's Napoli do that on the spot. Kill Who's going to win? Napoli will kill Arsenal. Really? I tell you. These are the two best teams in Europe. So you think, you think there's a big gulf between Napoli and Arsenal? Are you going to compare Osimia and uh, Eddie Nkitia? Of Varashela and um, was so apart from uh, Martinelli. No, I think Kwara, I think that's, I think Saka. Zambu, I think Saka Saka edges Kwarashkele for me. Lie, lie. No, they don't even play. He plays on the left. Saka plays on the right. So leaves Saka on his right. Let's do a combined combined eleven. Combined eleven. I think just Osimhen and Kwarashkele. What are you talking about? Di Lorenzo at right back. Who is it? Ben White that's ahead of Di Lorenzo. Yeah, but Ben White also lie, is a central lie. defender. Hey, but he plays at right back. Okay, fine. I give the lawyers that. Uh -huh. So three more. Center back will pick your Gabriel and uh, yeah, Saliba. And Saliba. Left back. And left back. I'm not even sure. No, no, yeah, I mean, no, no. I mean, let me not even take about it. I'll go with um, uh, Marui no, or Oliveira. No, you're not, you not going anywhere. I'm not a big you're, fan of Shizeko no. called Vortasla fans. You are, you, are going, you are going to all. You perish if you go that way. <laughs> Zinchenko. Look at midfield. Midfield. Arsenal legit to midfield. Is close. Is close between. Pate and Zambo and Giza. Ah! Yes. God forgive you. It, it is close between <laughs> Pate and Zambo and Giza. I think Arsenal have got a better squad. And like I like analyzed I will take Lobotka ahead of Xhaka. Ah. Yes. Anyways, if you watch too much Serie, I think that's what happens to you. But I, I, like I analyzed last week, I think that Arsenal can control the game better. I think with Napoli, it's more about their Power transitions. Power transition, yes. You know, the chaos. But if Arsenal can control the tempo of the game, probably they'll pick Napoli apart. That's fantasy football. Yeah. But we might have it if both win the Champions League and, and the Europa League Super uh, Cup. Uh, That's a long shot. It. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a long shot. But, but Napoli are doing well. 13, ah, 13 points off um, second place. Osime is... Is is it the best striker in Europe right now? Without a doubt. There's absolutely nobody that comes close to him. Not Lewandowski? Lewandowski. Nobody comes close to Osime at the moment. Forget the fact that I'm Nigerian or I want him to sign for Manchester United, by the way, if United can get him. I have always... I think Lewandowski is the best striker. I've world. always avoided <coughs> Lewandowski. No, why would they mean to leave him? I say you to leave him because he's... Uh, what's it called? Oh, he's on that level. Old people's home. He's in the old people's I think, category. I think Lewa is the best striker. He's in, in the old people's yeah. category. Leave him. We're talking about people that are fresh, fresh guys. Yeah. I've always avoided comparing Osime with Rashidi Yekini, but if you haven't seen the goal Osime scored at the weekend, Please take a look at that goal. Yeah. It's reminiscent of Rashid Yekini, 100 and, no, 1,000%. The ruthlessness. The ruthlessness, the chest control, mm. control of the lap, and the sheer velocity and ferociousness of that shot. I know, the, raw, the rawness of Yosemite. Oh, is made for the Premier League. You know, people, people talk about the fact that it needs to, you know, be more matured. It needs to control yeah, his maybe, emotions maybe a little better. bit of that, yeah. But, but see, the talent is there. Don't... 
always tell people that the moment you guys started telling Rooney that he had to t- bring his emotions there a bit, you guys took something off away yeah, Rooney. Yeah, true. Osime has to keep, this is what makes Osime really, really tick. Yeah. I know he will get matured, but but right now, that's what makes Osime tick, and I think that he should, should keep at it. Is he coming to the Premier League next season? We don't know. I want him to come to Manchester United, by the way. We'll, we'll, we'll get to see. Yeah. All right, um, quick word from Spain, Barcelona. I've won I'm one nil three that. consecutive oh, times. Yes. First time in 43 years. Yeah. But the danger yeah. in that, when you're grinding that result, it means one bad loss might just be around the corner. Yeah, but it also means that they are missing maybe Lewandowski wasn't been playing for a couple of Yeah, matches. because he was suspended. Yeah, yeah, so maybe when he comes back, they up it a bit. Then also, they're not contributing enough. Rafinha and Sufati, they're it's, not scoring. It's, it's, they're not scoring. And as you mentioned, Rafinha, very sad case. Hasn't added much At to all. his journey. Yeah. And Sufati, for me, for, for all the expectation, for him being you know, a Barca product, a La Masia product, he's still not doing enough yeah, for maybe me. Maybe players like Rafinha are not caught for this level. I would say, see, sometimes you have one great yeah, season that's what and you think, that you, you think that you can just quickly make mm-hmm. that, that leap. Yeah, le- no. That's what I said about the threshold for mistakes. Some this guy was better at runs just two, three years ago. Yeah, that's why I said that. Some you moved a bit to Leeds, yeah. and suddenly from Leeds, you're like. It was supposed to, sometimes Fan, you cannot handle that. Chelsea fans were enjoying the fact that he's not doing <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Inaki Williams finally missed the game. Yeah, he's oh, one of he's yeah. one of two fifty one matches, um, consecutive La Liga yeah. matches came to an end. He had a small a muscle, muscle injury. injury, so um, that record started from twenty sixteen to this year. Wow! It just tells you that this guy is an exceptional player. Not only that, an athlete. athlete yeah. yeah, fantastic athlete. athlete. Yeah. yeah. All right, Yabi, thank you very much. We have to go. By the way, Ena Valencia post World Cup has been doing great things for Fenerbahce. Goals in uh, week in week out um, for Fena will look really good in the Turkish Super League. All right, Yabi, uh, let's do this again next time. Yes, All right, so definitely. Thank you, our producer. Yeah, our producer. Mayawa. Mayawa. Yeah. All right. So, guys, um, that's been the Yemi and Wale football pod. Uh, make sure you download, subscribe, and listen. You can download from all of the platforms um, right there online. We'll see you next time. Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye.